You are listening to the Scale with Speed podcast. Why? Because scale equals revenue and speed equals profit. Hosted by nine-figure business builders, Matt Monero and Judge Graham. Enter with caution. Welcome to the Scale with Speed podcast. It's with your boy, Judge Graham, and my buddy, dear friend, and business par- partner, Mr. Matt Monero. Yes, sir. I love every time I hear welcome to the scale with speed, I get a smile on my face, man. You, you know what that sounded like? Matt Monero. Did you watch the Tyson fight? That's what it sounded like, like <laughs> announcing. And in this corner, heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world, Matt Monero. <laughs> We should do a podcast on that, Tyson. Hey, that was a great fight. Dude, uh, there was Dude a, that was a great fight. There was a great post. Somebody posted on it because everybody was like, you know, what a what a pussy Tyson was and what a weak fight. It's like, dude, listen, the guy's 54 was, was totally out of, not out of breath. Uh, very clear to me, you may have a different perspective on this, that he hands down won that fight. Right. Roy Jones Jr. kept hugging on him like hands down. Tyson won that fight. I thought. You feel different? Surprised. I mean, I suppose that's a pretty good, you know, segue into today's topic because I'm really surprised. That's I mean, that's why I don't look at social much. I didn't know that that was the feedback on that fight because. Two guys in their fifties, yeah, fighting for eight freaking rounds. Lots of good shots, hard body shots, head shots. I thought they did amazing. The two of those guys. I mean, oh. shit. Well, yeah, I, you got a lot of balls to bust on those two guys, man. Dude, well, uh, listen. Anybody wants to understand how in shape you are, you go try to box anybody for three minutes straight and see if you're in shape or not. <laughs> so anyhow, that's a different time. But yeah, no, I mean, social media was trashed. Um, you know, Tyson and Roy Joyce Jr. is a weak fight. Like it's such nonsense. But that that brings the topic, right? I mean, uh, we want to talk about today, and have it written down here, Matt, is stop trying to compete and just put your head down and go to work. And then I have in Prans this social bullshit, right? It, the amount of time people are spending on social and more importantly, trying to hard flex or or soft flex to, to this perceived life that they have. And, and, and this, you know, we're talking specifically about business, right? I mean, I, I, you and I know several people and we know what their bank account is or how their business is through, you know, intimate relationships or, 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 you know, relationships through uh, other people that we, we we know through them and they're portraying this baller business person that they're just not right they're 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 buying above their means they're trying to you know get a Lamborghini or a Rolls Royce and you know they're living in a you know $250,000 house right I mean they're just the 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 they got so much head cheese going on that they're trying to live this perception of I'm a baller business person when dude, you should just put your head down and go to work. 
continue to drive the pickup truck or whatever you're in and, and, and put the dedication time, the hard work in for the next three to four years. And then if you want to go buy that shit and, you know, put it on social, great. But right now is not the time to try to flaunt and fake this idea that you're not. I don't know where that, where that strategy came from. Like I, I, dude, I was in business 20 years before I ever posted on Facebook. Like I never, I never understood why my life was supposed to be interesting to somebody. And I wonder why so many people think their lives are so interesting that we would want to give a fuck and watch what they do. I mean, it just, dude, I want to watch you do what you do. And if it means I want to watch you struggling to manage your business, struggling to scale it, struggling to solve problems, struggling to build a team. Dude, that's the shit I'm interested in seeing. I'm not interested in seeing your post about what you're going to do. Just show me you doing you right now. And I'm interested and I care about you and I help you. But so many people think they got to fucking fake you out. And it doesn't fake out the people who have done it. Yeah, listen, you you shouldn't be... Uh, and you and I were trying, God, God bless us. We're just not good at social. <laughs> like we just don't do it well, either one of us. But if you're, if you're in a business that is derived by monetization through, you know, likes and posts and all of that, then, then I get it. Right. I mean, like, you know, people that, that we're acquainted with like Sean Whalen, he has to be on it because his business is tied to who he is and his personality and how many followers. It's just not a business I think you and I want to be in. So we're not, we're not uh, telling people that that's how you make your, your living to, to, to stop, right? This is, this is a wake up call to the guy that owns four Jiffy Lubes or is building his roofing company or is, you know, uh, you know, just, just uh, started a car wash company or whatever it is, dude, that's your core business. You need to be working that you don't need to be on social three hours a day, trying to give this perception that you're, you're this amazing business owner, dude, you need to be growing your business. You, you showing people that you're an amazing business owner by owning a car wash isn't driving you new business. Yeah, I mean, unless judge and, and um, I think you and I should preface today's podcast too with, do we want you all to have whatever it is that you want, man? If you want to ball out with your Lambo, ball out with your Lambo, go get it. But but what we continually find is the people that have the Lambos plural. Dude, they're not posting their Lambos on social. <laughs> they're moving all the time. They're moving in a forward direction. They don't got time to stop and post their shit on social, dude. They're doing deals. They're going to the next kill. They're climbing the next hill, man. They're moving forward. So <laughs> if there's one thing that, that I think we could offer people on today's is don't get caught up in the hype mm. that your social media presence is going to fix your shitty business. Well, and more, more importantly, uh, you know, we had a guy come through burn the ships and he said, 
he said he and and we uh he was uh at rp1 matt and remember he was outside and he was talking to me and i told you this conversation and he said you know years ago uh judge i was so depressed i was so depressed you know i'm here i am working this business multi-million dollar business and you know, I, I was just around all these these people and I was immersed in social and everybody's, you know, buying a Lambo where they're, you know, get, getting this house or they're saying they're on a vacation in Barbados and blah, 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 blah. And he said, it took me forever to understand, one, I've got to just quit comparing, right? And I need to, to, to focus on me and, and, and my work ethic. And two, that a lot of that shit is just fake, Right. It's just it's just false. And so that's what we're trying to get around to you is like, listen, if you've got a hundred thousand dollar business or a six billion dollar business, there's always a next level. You got to get out of this comparing game. And typically, if you're on social, who you think you're comparing to more than likely, you may be a lot better off than they are. You just don't know it. Man, I, I agree with you. And I, I just think, Judge, here's here's a big takeaway for people who are getting caught up in this game. Your, your, your job as a great business owner is, is to be relentlessly pursuing the truth. The truth of why are you a good company? Why does your product benefit your client? Why does your client need you? Why do people want to work for your company? Why do people not want to work for your company? Why do people say um, they enjoyed doing business with you? And why did they say they didn't enjoy doing business? It's a relentless pursuit of the truth and honesty. And when we see these people who we know don't have a good business and we know they can't afford to go to a burn the ships event for 4,000 bucks, but they're continually portraying themselves as if there's something we know that it's just shrapnel, man. They're just, they're living a lie and great businesses cannot survive on lies. Look at the Nikola motor deal, right? Which was the, yeah. you know, the thing where they had the, the hydrogen big rigs and GM deal and the stock goes through the roof. And then the, they kick the, the Trevor Milton out. And now just yesterday, GM cancels the deal and completely modifies it. And the stock's tanking again. Dude, the whole thing was a lie. Great businesses are built on relentless pursuit of the truth. And so little of it lives in the social world. So, you know, you and I are both on the same page on this because we need a presence on social as business owners. But it's in the pursuit of convincing people they should do business with us, not that they should look up to us. Yeah, it's different. yeah, and I think I think the lines some somewhere in the last three years got blurred that the measure of success is is how many likes do you have, how many comments, and it's almost mad become like a drug, right? It's 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 mm-hmm. this, you know. Uh, listen, my business could be fucked, my marriage could be fucked, my health could be fucked or whatever, but if I can get on social and I can, you know, post something to a bunch of people that probably don't even really know you, right? Like they're just, you know, somehow connected 
and I get, oh, badass car, or oh man, this you, you know must be must be amazing vacation or whatever. That that becomes like their thing for the day. And 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 dude, like you gotta quit. You need to you need to fix the house. You need to work on the business. You need to take put that shit down unless it's helping generate you revenue. Unless those people are gonna eventually turn into prospects or customers, dude, it's it's a waste of time, right? We talk about the money sheet. What are the six to eight things you're going to do to generate revenue today? Now, we're talking from a business perspective, not a social perspective. And if posting on social is going to generate you revenue today because of the type of business you have, then you should be doing it. If it does not directly correlate to driving revenue that day, you shouldn't post. I mean, it's that simple to me. So, Judge, um, I'm out at the lake with my youngest because my middle tested positive. I mean, you know all this. I'm just trying to give some color to the, to the yeah. listening audience today. And uh, Every morning we get up and we, we write down the to-do list, right, of all the stuff. So he's got his classes and, of course, I got stuff and you and I got stuff that are going on. But then we always have projects over here at the lake house, right? There's always some shit to do. And it's, it's so simple to have a wonderfully productive day. Six to eight things that move the needle for totally. right? Get a workout in, get the schoolwork done, make the calls, try to strike a deal, close some business, develop a new relationship, fix something that's broken, pay for something that needs to be paid for and maybe invest in something that makes you more money and check all the shit off and you had a good day. Mm-hmm. It's that concept that six to eight things that are moving your needle forward every single day. If it's done six days a week for, well, let's just say five years, you'll wake up and you'll say, I have a good business. I got some money. I'm doing okay. And so many people don't get it. Every day they wake up with no six to eight of anything. So what do they do? They do the path of least resistance. They go to fucking social. Yeah. Oh, let's fire up another phony post yeah. and make myself feel good that I did something. And none of it connects to what really matters, dude. Yeah. Well, and, and I think it's it, amazing. So in, in the bigger thing too, Matt is, is people are overextending themselves financially, right? They're, they're buying that, you know, outfit or that watch or that vehicle or going on that vacation that they really shouldn't be going on, right? Be- because they, they, they believe that there's this correlation that if they get likes and people comment and they perceive them as a badass, then in theory, you are a badass. Dude, and we're here to tell you whether you know it or not, it's almost like an alcoholic, if, if, if we're reaching out to you on this podcast, like we're trying to help to say, listen, how are you managing your time? What are you doing to really grow your business? Those are toxic activities because they ultimately just depress you in their short term and they're not generating revenue and they're causing stress and they're creating financial headaches, right? And, and, and you're getting the drug. It's like heroin for fucking three minutes. Some, you know, you get a couple likes and you get your, your vice and then the high is over and then you're back to chasing the debt and everything else. 
And, and, and I believe, Matt, it's almost become that serious. You know, dude, it's, it, it's time to put that shit away and, and, and go generate some revenue. Go make some money, man. Get your freaking piece of the pie and then, and then give me a reason why I should want to watch you. But, Judge, look, the, uh, the call that you were on just before this one, that, that group of guys that you're involved with, not one of them gives a fuck about social zero fucks <laughs> not, not, they don't give a flying rat's ass about their personal presence and their influence in the market dude they care about making the greenbacks and building great companies that can scale fast and be exitable and do it again and rinse and repeat and network up and meet people who can bring out more greatness in them not one of those guys gives a shit about posting on social. I guarantee not one of those guys has a post on social in the last months. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure not. And, and again, this isn't a knock. Listen, if you like social and it's good, we're all for that, right? I mean, Matt and I for Burn the Ships need to be posting more, okay? Again, this is, if it's required for your business, then be authentic and use it. But if not, quit faking it and get off of it. Right, because it's 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 destroying probably your your marriage, your 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 business. Um, anyhow, it's just a problem. I know we're ranting on this one, but if we get through to one person watching this, going, you know what? I'm going to start every morning. Buy go to money, go to Amazon.com, Google Money Sheet, buy a money sheet, or just get a journal. And every day, go. What are the six to eight things I'm going to do today to move the needle? right? Specifically in revenue. Okay. And just start doing that. And then you may go, you know what, maybe I shouldn't get on social right now, or I don't have time to do that post anymore because I got to do something that's going to make me real money. <laughs> like That's, that's what we want to get through is like, dude, focus on the shit that matters. Posting next to a Lamborghini does not matter. I hope we do that today, Judge. I hope we get through to one person who's struggling with it, or maybe they haven't even seen it from this standpoint or this perspective, right? And they can say to themselves, man, these two guys are right. I'm, I'm pissing away time. I'm pissing away energy. I'm pissing away strategy, doing some very low-value activities when the high-value activities are simple. Six to eight things that drive revenue every single day. Do those, then look up. You get those yeah. done by two o'clock in the afternoon, go all afternoon, man. Knock yourself and out. Go, and then go post. It's all good. Like, you know, if, if you had like Matt, you're a beautiful lake house, dude, there's no problem of you posting, seeing a deer next to your beautiful lake house. If somebody on this listening finally has enough money and they've bought their dream car and you want to share it with the world, dude, go for it. There's nothing wrong with that. We are talking about systemic every single day, <laughs> this, this, this desire and need to be posting and faking things because you believe that it's driving the needle. That that's what we're talking about. We want you to take that habit and almost like drugs or alcoholism and stop it and revert that energy into growing your business, growing your revenue, growing your bank account. Right? So that's, that's what we hope gets through today. Hope it didn't come off like a rant, but man, just here lately, I think even with more of the COVID stuff, like, it's just riddled. I mean, every time I get on Facebook, it's this false perception of, of shit that doesn't matter, you know? 
I think it's um, I think it's a major, major head fake. And I think it it's faking tons of people who have tremendous potential. It's faking them out. And they're missing, they're missing how a business is grown. It's grown through head down, grinding it out for a specific period of time. And then it is all about playing chess, not checkers. It's all about strategy and relationships and planning and roadmap and end game. Yeah. And, and, and oh, by the way, the only people so you're faking. I come across. Yeah, Matt. And oh, by the way, the only people you're faking are the people that don't matter. The people that can help you and the people you want to reach up to, you're not faking them out. Like, you know, they, the, it's very clear that next level understands real and not real. So, you know, just, just be in, in that next level things you think that they care about more than likely they don't. Hey judge, the guy um, next door to me here at the lake, he's got two acres, right? And, um, Every day there's 25 deer in the yard over there. And the fence has holes, like really well done holes cut in the fence to let the deer in and out of the property. And the the guy who does my lawn and all that stuff out here was out here yesterday and it was the first time I met him. And uh, he said, you know who the guy is that lives next door there? He said, well, he's dead now. It's now his kids and his grandkids that use that property. He said, you know who he is? I go, no. He goes, well, you, you know, the name of that road, Upham Road, that's like, you know, the main, yeah, well, that's Mr. Upham's house. Oh, no shit. Okay. Not a fancy house by any stretch, just a killer piece of property. Right. I say, yeah, I, I don't know the guy. He goes, you don't know who Chet Upham is? I said, no, I, I'm sorry. He's like, I can't believe you don't know who, who Chet Upham is. Chet, Chet Upham's like, like, um, he was like the, the fifth billionaire ever named in Forbes in the state of Texas. He wow. owns, um, he owns uh, Upland oil or whatever, or something like that. He's a, you know, I, oh, whatever. whatever. I, I said, sir, I, I don't know who he is. He goes, have you ever been to, to ski in, in Colorado? I go, I go uh, a couple times. He goes, well, you know where Vale is, right? I go, yeah. He said, he owns half of Vale. <laughs> and he says, have you ever heard of Loveland? You ever heard of Loveland, Colorado? I said, yeah, I heard of Loveland, Colorado. That's like a, that's like a real cute little town where all the locals go outside of Denver. He goes, he owns the entire town of Loveland, Colorado. Good neighbor. <laughs> and I said, that's, that's interesting that, you know, that, that that's a cool story and all this sort of stuff. He said, yeah, but none of that impresses me. So, you know, what impresses me. He said, when Mr. Upland was alive, he would come out here every day and feed these deer. And that's why, Every day, there's 25 deer on that property. They're sitting around waiting for Chet Upland, the billionaire oil guy, to come out with some corn in his hand and feed this deer. My point is, do you think Chet Upland was ever on fucking Facebook posting? This <laughs> no, motherfucker was drilling oil wells. He was buying property. He was building fucking ski resorts and shit. He wasn't on fucking Facebook posting shit about his deer. And then once he had it, he was just feeding the deer. So you need to take over that it feed and feed those deer. Everybody thinks they can be Cardone and Vaynerchuk and Milet and Frizzella. And the reality is 99.9% .9 of us 
can't. We're not those guys. Mm-hmm. We don't have those chops. We don't have the personality. We don't have the relentlessness to show our lives like that. And I think what you and I are saying is stop trying to be that man and go get your fucking piece of the American pie and stop trying to be something you're not and then show your shit. And, and judge the guys that, you know, that all those racing guys, all those fancy cars, dude, none of those guys are showing their shit, man. The richest guys we know aren't, it's not even part of their life. Right. They don't want to, <laughs> they don't want that attention. Right. They don't want that. They don't head. want that attention. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right, buddy. Maybe we helped one guy today just look at it with a little different perspective. And I do think it's important for us to say that if it's part of your business, go make it happen. Go, go be that person. If it's important to your business. And if, and if you love it and you want to show off your success, great. But if you don't have the success and you think this is going to get you there, we're here to tell you today. We don't think it is. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I would be as so far as to say it won't (laughs) just, you know, put your your head down and go to work. Anyhow, uh, if you're not follow us, please share this check, learn more about uh, what Matt and I do uh, with small businesses and medium sized businesses. We help them scale, get clarity and potentially exit. You can learn more about that at burntheships.com in our next upcoming event. Uh, If you like the podcast, please take the time and share it like it, review it. Um, We really appreciate it. And uh, if you hear it and you know somebody this could potentially help, send it to them, right? Sometimes people need tough love and you could do it in an easy form of just saying, check out this podcast and they can probably connect the dots. Matt, anything else? Hey, Judge, second guy exits, second alumni from Burn the Ship exits. That's two people who came to burn the ships and now they've exited their businesses. Yeah, who's it's next? It's a winning formula. Who's next on this? Who's going to be next? Who's next? All right, brother. Hey, and as always, make it happen. You are listening to the Scale with Speed podcast. Why? Because scale equals revenue and speed equals profit. Hosted by nine-figure business builders, Matt Monero and Judge Graham. Enter with caution.